You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Knowing myself, I am a huge fan of the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the comics. And I've been a huge fan of the show WandaVision, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. But recently, we got asked the question of what if... And that's what we're going to dive in today. We're going to dive into the What If Show and our thoughts on it, as well as those biblical implications of the question, What If? This is Systematic Geekology, episode number 12. We are the priest to the geeks. And as always, when we say that, all we mean by priest is just that we're going to be acting as mediators between the faith and culture, specifically the culture that likes Marvel today. And this isn't a Trojan horse. We're just some guys who like to talk about geek stuff who are also Christian. And I cannot wait to jump in. I'm going to be one of your hosts today. My name is uh, Dan Stoyer. In addition to being part of this awesome show, I am also podcast host and editor of the Finish Last podcast, where we strive to learn how to live like Jesus in the modern world. And recently, I know I've been Christmas shopping and... My nephews want the Lego Super Mario, and I've checked it out, and I think I want it for myself <laughs> to play with it because I'm I'm really? crazed about what they've done into it. I mean, it's super expensive, of course, but I think, hey, this is pretty cool to to try, and I can't wait to get that for my nephews. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to get that for my nephews for Christmas. Nice, nice. I am Joshua Knoll. I am a fourth-year biblical studies student at North Greenville University, and I have found at least five excuses to wear a pirate outfit in the last month, so that's pretty cool. Fun stuff. <laughs> cool. Uh, hey, I'm Brandon Knight. I'm a produce merchandiser, traveling preacher, and content creator, and we're here to talk about a Disney Plus exclusive show. Recently, I have also watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion special and the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales special. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but they are worth it. Yeah. They got say, I've plenty only of good laughs things. in them. <laughs> yeah, I've only heard great things, so. Yes. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice. So let's get right into this. So I'll let brandon lead off here and um, we're gonna start with just our top three bottom three so brandon which episodes did you like in this series and which ones did could you just not stand so overall for the show i uh, i would say that when the show was good it was really good and when yes. i and when the show wasn't very good it was painful to get through. That was my that. <laughs> so my top three, I really enjoyed. And my bottom three, I have thought. So <laughs> I'm number sure. three, number three for me was the zombies episode, because basically they went into it saying, how can we fit as many zombie tropes <laughs> as we possibly can into 30 minutes? And I was here for all of them. Uh, number two, I have the episode with Doctor Strange when he you got like bizarro reverse yeah. Doctor Strange. The reason yes. is because my understanding of the what if comics normally they do not end well because the point is like, look here, the 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 main continuity of Marvel, that is the correct version of Marvel. And that was one of the few stories that ended poorly so i thought that was the one in the most of the spirit of the what if comics and number one for me was i think it's episode three 
the episode where all the Avengers die before the battle in New York, when it turns out Hank Pym is killing everybody. And the reason is because I could not figure out for the life of me what was going on. To me, that was the most captivating story. I, I was like, I what is going on here? Plus, we got Hank Pym in the yellow jacket costume at the very end. Like, it was, I really enjoyed that episode. <laughs> You guys are giggling. I can't tell if I'm like completely off on this or what. Oh, I just think it's funny. Well, you'll you'll see why. <laughs> We're reversed. It was my We're going to be reversed. Episode. Yeah. I I will say I will say uh, I was listening to iFanboy. They did a review of this of this show as well and they hated okay. that episode too. So I know I'm wrong. Um bottom 3. So, uh at number 7, I have the Captain Carter episode. Yeah, yeah. For one very simple reason. They took the rules of what if and threw them out the window. They It wasn't an anthology show. They they were all connected and the watcher got involved. Like they threw all the rules out the window. And if that's the case, why was it so hard to call her Captain Britain? Like she's got the Union Jack shield. Yeah, no one gave her Excalibur, but who cares? Just call her Captain Britain. It really bothered me. Uh, at number eight, I have Killmonger, the Killmonger episode. And here's why. I like the end result. I like what if Killmonger became Black Panther. I love that. Give me more of that. In in all honesty, I think that is something we're supposed to be questioning in the Black Panther movie is what if Killmonger sure. becomes Black Panther. Like, I, that makes right. sense. They took the most convoluted route to get to that point in that episode. I don't know who signed off on that. Like if I want to go to Chicago, I hop on 65 to 80, 94. I'm there in 45, <laughs> 50 minutes, depending on traffic. It definitely was a complex plan. <laughs> the other way to get to Chicago is I drive up to Michigan, charter a boat across Lake Michigan into Wisconsin, take an <laughs> Uber to Dan's house, and then Dan drives me to Chicago. And that was the route they took in that Killmonger episode. Hey, I'm down for that. That's, that sounds <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Number nine, my least favorite episode. Please don't hate me. The T'Challa Star-Lord episode. Ooh, and here's what? here's why and here's why here it was go. too I good tell. It, it was, was too, too good, good huh <laughs> too good it was too good i i have <laughs> i have low standards when it comes to marvel um no my thing was my thing for the star lord episode is i like the butterfly effect so to kill or not excuse me um a sound of thunder ray bradbury one thing changes and that leads to a progression of changes in the Star-Lord episode, it came off more as this is different and that over there is different and this thing over here is different. And I was like, why are all these things different? I get it. You only have 30 <laughs> minutes to explain it. Yeah. Plus, why is it so hard for Marvel to commit to Howard the Duck? How many more Howard the Duck cameos am I going to have to sit through before they're <laughs> finally like, here you go. Here's Howard the Duck. There's my rant. You guys take it from here. <laughs> all right. All right. So let me... um. I don't know if I should start with my bottom three or top three. I'll start with bottom three. And I will say the opposite of Brandon, where this was really hard for me because I just enjoyed all of it so much. I loved it. 
Yeah. Um, however, to feed, to piggyback off of what you were talking about. Yeah, this this is nothing like the what if comics. And with this and with the MCU, this is me complaining about the MCU. I do that so rarely, actually, except for the last two movies. They were garbage. I will agree with the Killmonger like that was that got on my nerves. So that's <laughs> in my bottom three. I'm not going to I'm not going to number them. I, I They're just my bottom three. <laughs> Um, what if Thor was an only child made it to my bottom three? Uh, and it's not because it wasn't good. It's just because I was like, we we already knew that. <laughs> like, we, we knew he'd be like that. <laughs> there was nothing challenging about that to me. Um, well, then I will do my absolute least favorite. <laughs> was that what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Okay. Because I was like. Now, for me, though, it was like it was interesting. It was cool. It kept building up. And then it was like the big bad was old Ant-Man. And I'm like, oh, I just felt kind of let down. Like I wanted it to be something like Loki. Well, actually figured it out this time or like one of the cool bad. Interesting. But then it it wasn't. So no, it was I the just... Hank Pym part that really hooked me in because I could yeah. not figure it out. Anyway. Yeah. See, I could see. Yeah, I could see both perspectives on that. OK, so my top three. um, And again, not in any particular order. Uh, the what if T'Challa became Star-Lord is in my top three. Okay. Um, but just because it highlights how awful Peter Quill is, and if someone else were in his role, how much better the universe would be. Okay. Um, I just made every fangirl of Chris Pratt mad. Listen, Chris Pratt does an amazing job of playing an awful character. Same yeah. thing of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry about it. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, other top three, the Doctor Strange. What if he lost his heart? I love that, especially because of the biblical theme, themes, right? My mm. immediate thought is the heart is deceitful above all else. And I'm like, that's it. That's it right there. That is why that verse is in the Bible. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. when we follow yeah. our hearts, terrible stuff happens. <laughs> Disney true. is so wrong. And it's funny because this is Disney, but also it's like kind of counter Disney. And it, it's weird. Um, but then. I really loved what if the watcher broke his oath because by the time we got to that, they already messed up the what if series and it was just kind of cool to see it all come together anyway, even (laughs) though that's not what, what if is about. I still enjoyed it. Fantastic. Oh boy. It's, it's my turn. We'll see what you guys think. Um, (laughs) Well, originally I was excited for the show and I still like what if as a whole, Um, if I had to rank it as far as the shows they've released so far, I would rank it fourth. Out of four, out, out of the four that have that have that have Same. happened, um, yeah, because me I too, and I loved it. I just, yeah, I did like I didn't realize shows. how big the what if comics were. Like yeah, like I went to vacation in Seattle, and I found this random shop called Rare and Random, and all of a sudden I'm looking in the comics and it says what if uh, Craven killed Spider Man? I'm like what? I'm like that's <laughs> pretty cool. Or what if Spider Man joined the Fantastic Four? Or yeah. there was one that I really want to find now. It's what if Hulk was smart and Bruce Banner wasn't. So kind that, of I like that. Yeah, <laughs> kind of flip flopping yeah, like the yeah. two. So, so I'll start with my top three. Um, I'll rank them. Um, number one for me easily was the Doctor Strange episode. So that was amazing. Like I watched it with my wife, and my wife goes does the girl live ever? I'm like, no, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. But it was just, man, I admit I cried at the end. I'm just like, shoot. And just like you said, Josh, I love the biblical <laughs> implications of that episode. I thought it was fantastic. Um, number two was what if Ultron won? 
Mm. Like how easily he defeated Thanos just blew my mind. Just with all yeah. the buildup Thanos had in the MCU, and then he was defeated in like two seconds. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. And then seeing Ultron and the Watcher fight to me that was one of the best parts of the series. It was awesome. And um, and the other one for me, maybe I'm a kid at heart, but I loved the Thor episode when he was a party animal. I just found that <laughs> so much fun. And my inner kid just went, this is awesome. He just takes over Las Vegas. And then at the end, when they're pretending that he's actually learning and they're, they're playing along with them, I'm like, ah. Oh. It was like every <laughs> 80s movie ever. Pretty much. It's basically Ferris it. Bueller's Day Off, but Thor. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's a pretty accurate description. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's oh, and I just saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I loved it. So maybe that's why yeah. I loved the Thor episode. But see, I still liked it. I feel like if it had longer, I probably would have liked it more. Like if they mm. could have developed yeah. it out, like fleshed it out a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. For me, and it was too me- hard of an adjustment. Like the other episodes were really serious, and then it's like Thor doing <laughs> Thor yeah. things, and it yeah. was maybe just a little too much of an adjustment. Just, maybe it was just a break of like, oh, Tony Stark is finally not going to die in an episode. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Tony Stark died, so I was like, hey, cool. <laughs> oh, then you must you must have loved this show, man. He died it like great. three or four times. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> At least, and for my bottom three. Um, for me, initially, I liked the episode, but after seeing all the other ones, the one I didn't like the most was the first one with Captain Carter, mm. um, just because it felt like a reskin. Like it felt like mm. it was Captain America, the the first Avenger, but it was just Captain Carter. So real of, quick, yeah. My my defense for why it did not make my bottom three because it would have is it highlighted that no matter what you do, Steve Rogers is always awesome. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's capped or not. He will still be awesome. Well, I mean, that was that was cool, but I just it didn't feel that creative yeah. to me. But it was still, I mean, I still liked all the episodes episodes in the show, but that one compared to the others wasn't as big for me. Anyways, um, I also didn't like. Well, I liked it, but I didn't like the world lost its mightiest heroes. Like, I'm like, how is how are the Avengers being defeated <laughs> this easily? And then it was kind of cool that it was Hank Pym, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then also for the same reason Sorry, that a Brandon said Killmonger rescuing Tony Stark episode. I mean, how involved of a plan was that? Yeah. So we like, all loved Doctor Strange and all could which, not stand the Killmonger episode, <laughs> which which, which is kind like of it. a I shame because, like I said, it's a good yeah. idea. Like getting him to doc, to Black Panther yeah. is a if great that was idea. Its own movie, sure. Yeah, it was just yeah. And then it, how I are we starting? Yeah, and also couldn't stand the fact in the last episode where Killmonger, you knew he was going to take the Infinity Stones for himself. Like, you could see it coming, and then when he took it, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I still like that episode. It was predictable, but man, it Well, was I still long. like it, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, here it comes. So, if we have to ask you um, Joshua first, we'll go Joshua first this time. Um, if you had to rate the show out of 10, what are you giving oh. this show? I'll give it a solid no. I'll give this a seven. I feel like I'm pretty likely to like other things less than I liked this, unless I'm selecting from other MCU or Marvel things. <laughs> but that's not on Netflix, so I don't have that. I don't have to worry about that. Interesting. Yeah, how about go you, to me last. No, go to me last. Okay, we'll go <laughs> you last. We're gonna have fun with Brandon's answer, but um, for me, um, like I said earlier, it was four out of four for me with the shows. 
Um, I know in the group, I'm in the minority on this one, but I loved Loki. And for and God, some no, people it was do fantastic. Not, yeah, some people don't like it. Some people do. For me, for what if, I would rate it a, a good seven and a half. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm easy. I'm easily amused. Like I said, I loved the Thor episode <laughs> when most people didn't. <laughs> so for me, that's why I liked it. Plus, the Watcher fight with Ultron was awesome. That's true. And and also Chadwick Boseman being in the show was yeah. Man, that I was missed cool. that voice. That was cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss oh, yeah. that in the new um, Black Panther movie. But for me, a solid seven and a half. And we'll give Brandon yep. the floor now. I'm excited <laughs> to hear about this. So I agree that. Of the Disney Plus MCU shows, this is number four. I would rank them in order that they have come out. And okay. with WandaVision <laughs> being like far and above everything else. WandaVision um, had significantly less Captain America than Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That is the best like rebuttal. <laughs> that is the best rebuttal of all of them. Um, I did not. Like I was thinking about it at work today preparing for this episode. And I, I really just did not like this show. I really did not. Um, It wasn't bad. It just like was so inconsistent for me. Really like a four and a half. Well, what I think both of you will agree on is that, I mean, the what if comics are so there's such a broader range of it, but for this show, Mm -hmm. they limited it to the Marvel cinematic universe. So for me, they kind of shot themselves in the foot for as what they could introduce or why they introduced it. My biggest worry with the show. So my biggest flaw with the show, I actually had nothing to do with the show. It had to do with the fact that news kept coming up on my Google saying they replaced Tom Holland as Spider-Man or they replaced I Chad. hated and those. I, then you click it and it's like it's it's th- that's not the same. Y'all it's need not. to stop. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I'm, I'm really worried they're going to try and make this like build it into the MCU with the multiverse stuff. And I'm like, I'd rather it be its own thing. Like, I, I have no like I love that. Um. I love T'Challa Star Lord. I would hate to see him in the MCU. Like, I, just, I think they're gonna get yeah. to anti Doctor Strange. I think that's gonna be the thing that comes up. That would be. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if that was in Multiverse of Madness or the new Spider Man movie coming up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it'd be Captain Carter either in Spider Man No Way yes. Home. Let's just throw oh, yeah. everybody in Spider Man No Way that. Home at this point. <laughs> Party Thor. Party Thor and No Way Home. <laughs> oh, man. Why I just not? want Madam Web. <laughs> I love that, that theory. That would be awesome. You said that in the Venom 2 review. I was like, yes, that is what needs to happen next. I'm just going to keep saying it on the show. And if it happens to be true, I'm a genius. And if not, everyone's going to be like, man, you got our hopes up for nothing. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that was like in WandaVision when everyone thought the villain was Mephisto. <laughs> I and that Magneto was going to show up, and that the Fantastic Listen, Four was going to show up. That's like, right. Everybody was going to be there, and Doctor Strange was going to be there. And I did that it one was every supposed show to happen. Where I was like, yeah. every show I was like, it's going to happen, Mephisto. And it's funny because, like, in my head, I knew like there's no reason to think this is what's happening, right? But also, <laughs> I just wanted it to happen. True. <laughs> Good stuff, though. So I know. We also like relaying whatever we love in the geek world to the Bible. And I just was talking to these guys before we recorded about what if we applied the concept of what if to the Bible. So for me, one thing that I loved or say what if is what if Goliath beat David? Like all the things that David experienced after that, it might have been done by somebody else. Maybe the Philistines take over 
the kingdom at that point. But to me, it just takes away the fact that the greatest sports analogy would be gone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Forever. <what's> fun... <laughs> I call yes. it off guard. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> well, what's fun for me is like my immediate thought going to Brandon's love of the butterfly effect is okay, but like a big part of Jesus's story is that he's the son of David. And I'm like, right. Well, yeah. Well, what happens now? Especially because, you know, he's already the seed's already been promised through. That's uh, true. What, what, what's her name in the, in the city of Jericho? Oh, Rahab. Yeah, it's already been promised like Rahab, all these different people like, mm-hmm. you know, already the seed is coming through these people. And then it's like you get to David and all of a sudden JK. And now, you, now I feel like like as a historian, I'm like going back like who else had a second child? Like where could this, where could right. it have branched off at <laughs> that? It would still work. Yeah. I yeah. have a, uh, I preached a sermon two two months ago, I think on Exodus chapter th- three, right near the end of the chapter. And it okay. talks about uh, the people of God or the people of Israel in slavery in Egypt. And they're crying out to God. And it says that God heard, God saw, God remembered, and God knew. And I, in that sermon, I open it up talking about how if, what if, <laughs> you remove any of God's attributes, you know, very specifically in this mm. one, we see God's love in action. You know, if you remove any one of his attributes or decrease or even elevate any of them higher than they should be, God, as we know him, changes completely. The whole narrative shifts completely. So, you know, it's fun. It's fun talking about this show and pointing out how I'm wrong about my opinions on it. Like, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But like when you take it to like real life stuff and especially like God and the narrative of scripture, like the whole the whole playing field really does shift. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm reminded of the song. What if God was one of us? Which I feel like a lot of Christians mm. don't love that song. I, I always thought it was interesting. Like, just like. Yeah, what if what if I was on the bus and like just talking to someone and it was like, oh, actually that was that was God. Like mm. from from my understanding of theology, that doesn't work where that could happen. But it doesn't mean I can't ask what if, because when we get to heaven, God is gonna say, Hey, what you did to the least of these, you did unto me. Yeah. So it's like what what if what if God was one of us? <laughs> yeah. Very no, that, that's always a fun fun what if. <laughs> it sure is. And <laughs> Another fun what if for me is what if I wasn't a Christian? Like, would my yeah. life completely change? And actually, there's kind of a movie along the lines of this. And I can't believe I remembered this while we were talking about it just now. But there's a movie from the early 90s called Second Glance. And it is, it's over the top cheesy. And he basically <laughs> wishes, I don't, what if I wasn't a Christian and all that? So, he goes and then he's considered <laughs> the cool kid in school and he's like taking drugs and he's doing all this stuff. And then at the end, he's like, he realizes I'm so glad I'm saved. And he talks to his Christian best friend. He, he talks to his Christian best friend at the end. And he's like, Hey, Hey, Tony. He's like, Hey, what? And he goes, Jesus, man. And he, and it poses like this. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> that's like <laughs> sounds- really bad. It's a wonderful life. That yeah, sounds like the like- worst adaption possible. <laughs> So like, it's the same guy that is doing the God Not oh, Dead man. movies that David R. White. Oh, no. That explains everything. Oh, no. <laughs> in it. So if you want a good laugh, watch Second Glance. It is. Huh. Oh, it's so funny, especially man. with the 90s and what they're wearing. It's just oh, there's it's a it's, it's a, to... a it's a it's a fun trip. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to hear us why we don't like most Christian movies, um, which isn't always true. I, I particularly I loved Chosen. So they, they, I loved Ben Hur. 
So some Avengers Avengers movies are fantastic. okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I hear nor there. Veggie Tales all day, man. Like that's, that's true. <laughs> any Veggie Tale, any movie Veggie Tales makes, I'm watching it. Um, right. Actually, I listen to Phil Vicious podcast like two or three times a week. Like every every time nice. they do anything, any bonus, cool. sometimes I just go listen to old episodes. It's great. Nice. Um, but getting back to <laughs> what Dan was talking about, um, yeah, I feel like that's something we're all called to actually ask. Like that whole dying yeah. to yourself daily. Part of that is asking yourself, what if I wasn't Christian? And humbling yourself and realizing, man, God has showed me so much mercy. And just thinking about that every day. And I would like to ask both of you guys, what if we looked at that even at a bigger picture? What if instead of just asking, what if I wasn't saved? What if we asked, what if um, I'll, I'll, what if America didn't have the church? How would America actually be different? And would it be worse off? Would it be better, maybe? Would it look any different at all? Yeah, Oof. that's that's the real question. That that would be where my head goes. Although I did hear that um, before they considered the eagle as the symbol for our country, one of the front runners was Hercules, um, which is a comic book <laughs> waiting to happen of how we continued... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The Greek mythology in our country. Um, As a story, Hercules is great. As a Disney movie, it's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Uh, But no, getting back to like, yeah, like coming from my perspective uh, on this subject, you know, I have a long history of mental health problems. Uh, About hmm. 10 years ago, life looked very different for me. Um, Dealing with issues of depression and suicidal thoughts and anxiety. And so just thinking about some of these really dark moments of my life. And I was a Christian through all of this and still getting to like these very dark places of my life and just wondering like, what if one decision, because that's oftentimes what it comes down to these and whether it's the Marvel stories or these questions we're wrestling with now, it's like one thing, all it takes is one different thing occurs and the whole story is different. Uh, It's a wonderful life. One of the like iconic lines in that film, we're getting ready for Christmas here. Uh, one of the iconic lines in that film is like, it's amazing like how much one man's life affects everyone around them. You know, when you remove yeah. George Bailey right. from the, from the movie, like the whole town, the entire town is different because one person was removed. And it's just amazing to think that not only like, what if I wasn't a Christian or what if America wasn't, you know, a, America was different, didn't have the church or the, you know, the Judeo evangelical values that it has. But like, if you look at yourself and like, what if I was not in the context that God has placed me in? Like, it's staggering to think about how things could be different, possibly for the worse, even, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. It seems to be a Christmas theme because that's like a Christmas carol. It doesn't show you him with that doesn't show you the world without him, but it shows what his impact was, which makes you think, what if that's true. he wasn't there? Which, uh, yeah. if you're going to watch that story, you watch the Doctor Who version, Doctor Who Christmas Carol. It's great. <laughs> Muppets there's, Christmas. There's, <laughs> there's flying sharks. I mean. Oh, the Muppet <laughs> one is so underrated. Yeah. It's so um, good. Well, if I had to answer your question, um, Josh, quick, just on if the church wasn't even in America, like I still think Jesus and, his, and the Bible still finds a way to get over here. And I don't know, sometimes the church just confuses the Bible even more. Like for me, an example would be any like big, huge mega church or the prosperity gospel, which Mm. drives me insane. Like I see people on Facebook who consider themselves prophets and they go, 
this week your bank account be filled and you'll be able to pay your bills. Say amen if it's true. And I go, <laughs> what is God a wishing well? So just from that perspective, and even if there wasn't a church, um, I met a cool guy from one of my old churches I went to. He's actually a missionary to um, Indonesia in a place called, and it's called the Dem people, D-E-M. <laughs> And I thought he was, I thought he was fooling me, but no, that's what, that's what the tribe's called. I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. (laughs) But, but anyways, he's for the next 40 years, he's been going, going over there and back trying to translate the Bible into their language, which has never been done. Nice. And he's trying to, he's trying to create lesson plans for them to learn it. And I just think that's just a cool thing because obviously that's a place that doesn't have any churches or anything yet. God still found a way into that that was beyond our understanding so i just thought that was really really cool so to answer my own question to be inflammatory then i'll stop <laughs> um i will say any well i'll start with the bad first in a lot of ways i think big picture where the church is involved I, i'm not to be political but where the church is involved politically or where the church is involved on social media and a lot of that i think the church makes things a lot more polarizing and just yeah. overall worse hmm. Um, it spreads a lot of hate and it makes a lot of people think that that's what the church is about. And it's not, um, on the flip side though, on the ground, I think things would be worse without the church. I think mm-hmm. the church helps hmm. so many people who are in homeless shelters and stuff like that. Like, yeah, okay. there is so much good, like on a level where the church is actually out in their local communities or where we're sending people on missions where those missionaries are good is being done. So I feel mm-hmm. like if the church focuses on what it's actually doing and where it's at, it does great. And without it, a lot would be remiss. But in the big pictures where maybe the church doesn't belong, just throwing that out there, <laughs> I think the church messes stuff up. And without it, big picture might be a little bit less vol- volatile. So it's kind of a trade off, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. we'd be less polarized and there'd be less false information spreading. But also, there might be a whole lot more hungry people going without food. So it's just True. kind of a, I don't know what's worse. But that's what I think. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I doubly agree. I don't know which one is the darkest timeline <laughs> either, but. Well, uh, so listeners, uh, let us know. Um, go to <laughs> systematicecology.org and drop in the comments. What if the church was not in America? Would it be worse? Would it be better? Do you agree with any of our ideas with it? We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> um, did you guys have anything else about what if in the Bible before we move on? I have uh, said my piece. <laughs> I've said my piece too, although you could honestly talk about hours about this. So it's so fascinating, but I think what we've covered has been perfect and yeah. will be a springboard to other conversations for anyone that listens to this. I think it's a great, great concept. Yeah. Everyone listening is uh, actually required. Uh, we should have put this at the front of the episode. Uh, you're contractually required to drop three what if questions on the website so <laughs> have fun with that um <laughs> we will be answering them just keep looking uh, go to our facebook group we'll be on there um <laughs> uh, so that there being said let's uh let's get to our wrap up um and we'll do we'll do recommendations and i can go first okay. uh, i would like to recommend i know halloween just ended uh but i had failed to recommend what might be my it's definitely in my top five favorite comics. It might be my favorite comic art. Hellboy in Hell. 
Those graphic mm. novels are absolutely fantastic. It really challenges you to think about what your beliefs on hell are. Um, it challenges what is good, what is evil, and mm. how evil is too evil to be saved. You know, Jesus isn't a part of the story, but it, sure. it does go there where Hellboy's like, am I just too innately evil to be better? And um, that's a big question. It's a good thing to ask, I think. So definitely read it. Think about those. And uh, yeah. What about you, Dan? Uh, for me, um, some people might already know this, but for me, it's just going to your local library because I was shocked at how many <laughs> graphic novels you can borrow, how many how many uh, comics you can get for free as long as you return it in time. So, I mean, I know I was in Seattle <laughs> and we were trying to get into a building that was not open until noon. So we ended up going to the Seattle public library and the building Ooh. looks like a book. So oh, cool. really nice. cool design. And I go in there and there's a bunch of comics. So I picked up a Spider-Verse comic. Um, nice. The one where the one where Doc Ock is Spider-Man. So okay. really fun read. So just going to the library and just chilling out, reading some comics. And Arthur was right. Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Yes. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I spent an embarrassing amount of time of my high school years renting graphic novels from my local library. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Brandon? Yeah. So in the spirit of what if, um, I'm not a big fan of musicals, but there is one that I do enjoy. It's technically a rock mm -hmm. opera. It's called Hero. It came out like circa 2005, 2006, something like that. And it begs the question, what if Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? So, um, <laughs> all right. The, I know that kind of gets into a gray area of a you conversation we were kind of dancing around <laughs> earlier. But the music's really good. It, it stars... Michael Tate of DC Talk and, and um, nice. Newsboys, Mark That's Schultz cool. of Audio Adrenaline, Rebecca St. James, and a really young John Cooper of Skillet. So the music's really good. That's Check awesome. it out. I've got the – I actually haven't seen it, but I have the soundtrack somewhere over here. Um, <laughs> so check it out. It gives you something to think about. Nice. Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, so that being said, uh, if you guys want to hear more from me for some reason uh, – Again, I'm Joshua Knoll. I am one of the co-hosts of the Whole Church Podcast, along with TJ Blackwell. You guys can find that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, and we're on all the social medias, too. So, yeah. What about you, uh, Brandon? Where can people find you? Well, if I haven't offended everybody, um, you can find <laughs> me on TikTok and Instagram at just.brandon.k. I also have my own podcast called My Seminary Life where I talk about the things I'm learning about in grad school. It's on all of the platforms and it's on Facebook and Instagram at my seminary life pod. Nice. Nice. Um, Dan, uh, for me, um, if you're easily amused and love the Thor episode, like myself, you can <laughs> drop me a line at www.facebook.com slash finish last podcast, or as well as my Instagram finish last podcast or my Twitter, uh, at finish last pod. Yeah, and next week we actually have a very special episode. Um, it's one of those where someone did go to the website. They let us know something they wanted us to cover, and it's super cool. Uh, we're going to be talking about superheroes who are religious or who have a religious affiliation. That'll be with Brandon, Dan, and Joe. Um, they're going to be talking about, like, Daredevil, Kamala Khan, all kinds of stuff. Just any superhero you could think of that has a religious affiliation. They're going to spend five hours and talk about all of them. So it'll be great. Um, 
<laughs> uh, that being said, make sure you guys go to the website in our description below. Let us know what you've been geeking out on and what we should be geeking out on. And remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of priests. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.